Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back, everybody, to our finale in the DC graveyard. Oh boy. Is it good to finally put this to rest, as it were, Mason? This Have one. you left a like, though? I mean, I could. But have you? Oh, and I will. Okay, good. Terrific. Has everyone else? Oh, good question. Because we won't start until everybody gives us a like. That's right. We can't possibly know that. No, we don't know. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Is it good to put it to rest, etc.? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. This one's unique, though, from the other four that we've uh, we've looked at. Because this one isn't so much about a person being dead, either metaphorically or literally, and then mm. coming back to life. Unless you count somebody killing their fear... Oh, to overcome, etc., and so forth. But that's not an expression. No, so I guess it's probably not. Probably not. No. No. Bury. Hit your fear with a shovel and bury it. Did <laughs> hit, your dad not say your, that to you? Hit your fear in a car park with a big green <laughs> fist, and then they go flying through a half-built brick wall. He killed those men. He killed three men. <laughs> this movie is fascinating because it feels to me. And again, I'd not seen this. I, I really. I don't think so. Uh. I'd. I'd, I'd I've seen snippets of it. I, I must have, but I don't think I'd seen it all the way through. Mm. Or, but this was just DC going. We need an Iron Man. We need a lovable. Oh, yeah. We need a lovable rogue mm. who's kind of uh, bit of a bad boy. Bit of a bad boy, and he's you know he can fly about and do quips and yep, and yep. shoot lasers and what have you. And people didn't like it. No, and, and there's a lot of reasons. Like I, I know that I, I skimmed some reviews and was like, okay, well you know it is too quippy and the, the plot is bad and the CGI is pretty bad and etc. But it's just occurred to me coming in here, is it partly because ultimately this is kind of like a jocks versus nerds movie <laughs> okay. and, and we're supposed to be rooting for the jock right, in this right, instance because okay, it's, yeah. it's the beautiful, you know, ripped uh, Hal Jordan versus that little nerdy mulleted Hector Hammond, you know? Yeah, well, that, that might be it because, I don't know, look, I like Ryan Reynolds, but I think, I don't think he's wrong for Hal Jordan, but whatever they're doing here is not working. Mm. You know, I, I feel like a version of him that we saw recently in like the Adam Project would have been a better version of Hal Jordan. Uh-huh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, take it down a notch from Deadpool and you've probably mm. hit it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Or maybe it's a movie where like, I imagine a lot of times, you know, the first five minutes of a movie sort of, you know, makes you decide whether you, you love it or hate it or what have you. And this is a movie, it's a, allegedly about a man who has no fear. Yeah. But, but at, right at the start of the movie, he's afraid of running late. <laughs> I wouldn't be. <laughs> no. If I were that guy, I'd be like, whatever, I don't. You'd be a daylight. Yeah, I'll be a daylight. <laughs> oh, I missed, the, I missed the fighter jet test, did I? Yeah. I don't even care. <laughs> Yeah, I was too busy sleeping with this woman who looked looks a little bit like Blake Lively, and I'm like, is that Blake Lively at the start? But it's different. It's a different woman to Blake Lively. That's right. But 
Is this how, where they met? That's how they met. Oh, exactly. That's nice. Yeah. Well, Ryan Reynolds and that woman who looks like Blake Lively. They probably but, met on the set. Yeah, of but that, also yeah. Blake Lively and I, that woman on set. Th- yeah, think they met. Yeah, they, they all met. Oh wow. They all met, but they haven't all dated. Okay, as far uh, to my knowledge. Terrific. Anyways, what what kind of threw me off and always struck me as odd at the start of a movie, and it's generally never a good sign. There's probably okay, a few I'm, examples I'm where ready. it is, where it's a narrator going. Millions of years ago, something in the blah blah quadrant, and every, everybody, mm. there's an intergalactic, and the boogly boo escaped, and he went after the blibbity blab. There's wow. a Michael Cusack video he did, did Smiling Friends recently that, oh, yes. that did like this exact thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's just yeah. like, this is too vague and too much. Mm. And you've clearly put it in post because you don't think people are going to understand this movie, but also the movie explains all of this within the movie. It's not complicated. I always wonder about these mm. opening crawls to movies. Just say they're cops. Just be like, there's a bunch of space fucking cops, cops are in, in space. space. <laughs> there's bloody... There's, there's, yeah. But it, it feels to me like, are these for people who are planning on... They're, they're just on the cusp of leaving the theatre at all times? Yeah, maybe. You're like, I've got to... Got to reassure these people that this is, isn't going to frighten them or, or surprise them in any way. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? The production of this, it, it's a big mess. But how about I give you some history as to how we got to Greenland Please. 2011. So in 1997, Warner Brothers actually approached Kevin Smith to script the film. He'd obviously recently done Superman Lives, which all got thrown mm. in the bin. And then because it went to Tim Burton, but then that all got thrown in the bin. It's a whole other DC graveyard. <laughs> so this is a lot of, lot of stuff being ultimately pulled out of the bin, I guess. <laughs> exactly. He thought, though, that there were other people more suitable to make a Green Lantern movie. Uh, Jeff Johns tried to get the film into the production in the early 2000s, but apparently the first question he was asked was whether the film could be made without the ring. Terrific. There are versions of Green Lantern without a ring, though, right? I mean, I know there are, like, in the universe in various sectors. Oh, yeah, sure. But like, sometimes, Alan... they have a, sometimes they have a bloody uh, a staff with a gong on it. Or, or a belt or Alan band. Scott, uh, yeah. the, the original Green Lantern, eventually his power. He had a rock. He just ran around with a rock. <laughs> hitting people with a... It wasn't a magic green rock. That's right. He'd hit somebody over there with a regular rock and be like, check out my green rock. And people were like, that rock ain't green, but I am not arguing with this guy. <laughs> now, he, so his, he eventually internalised the, yeah. the the power of the, the Green Lantern ring and became Sentinel, but then actually Jeff Johns got a hold of the character in Justice Society mm. and went, I'll just make him Green Lantern again. Yeah, 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 There's yeah. actually a panel, like I think it's a big splash panel where where he just goes, I'm Green Lantern again. <laughs> Wonderful. We'll track that down. Please do, because Ben and Lawrence are going to have to put that in the edit. Uh, or so- invent it if, in fact, I've made it up. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Act it out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so David S. Goya was offered the chance to write and direct either Green Lantern or Flash okay. after Warner Brothers was impressed with his screenplay for Batman Begins. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to pass on the Flash because somebody will jump on that and it'll be out any day now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Around uh, 2006, Robert Smigel had completed a script of the film, which was a comedy adventure. You probably remember this. It was to star Jack Black as Judd Plateau. Terrific. Uh, An original Green Lantern whose bravery was defined by eating brains on a TV show, presumably hosted by Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, However, the studio dropped the script idea due to very negative feedback (laughs) from fans. Uh, Apparently, there's some stuff in it like he he makes a construct of Britney Spears to have sex with and he makes his genitals bigger. So, you know, I mean, that's comedy. And I love comedy. And I will never apologise for my jokes, Mason. (laughs) Are you the joke police, Mason? Yes, I am. I've got a big ring with jokes on it. (laughs) Wait, no, it's jokes and then it's got like that red circle with a line through it. And it's backwards, so you hit me with it. It Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Cancelled. Cancelled, that's right. 
Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, I don't. I don't hate the idea of a comedic Jack Black Green Lantern. Mm. Imagine the wacky guitars he would make. And it's Robert Smigel, so you'd probably get a, uh, a, a cameo appearance from Triumph, the insult comic dog. <laughs> exactly. Is that him? That's Robert Smigel. Sure. Uh, Greg Belanti uh, actually signed on to co-write and direct the film in 2007. That fell apart. Anyways, et cetera and so forth. It eventually went to Martin Campbell, who's directed, of course, Goldeneye mm-hmm. and Casino, Casino Royale. Yeah. Uh, all of which we have looked at. Do you think you would have had a more positive reaction to this movie no. if you'd known that Martin Campbell directed it first? Because I didn't, and then I got to the end of this and I went, huh. Yeah, well, he didn't... Drop the ball on this one, didn't he? Well, I don't think he did, and we'll talk about kind of what Uh happened. But let's talk about how he gets the ring okay. first. Okay, so... Well, no, 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 first, James. First of all, he's a he's a, he's an irrepressible, charming bad boy. Yep. He's, he's the perfect guy to, to be part of this experimental, you know, fighter jet program, except for the fact that he doesn't play by the rules, and he often has, like, really vivid, traumatic hallucinations <laughs> about the death of his father that yeah, caused yeah, him to yeah. crash. How do you get that far? How'd he get that far? Don't know. How many planes has he wrecked? Good question. <laughs> he also has a nephew that he doesn't visit again. Mm-hmm, sure, you know, yeah. And that's interesting, I guess. I think so too. Yeah, it's got a little Hot Wheels track. That's a little Easter egg for something that's going to happen later. Is that what an Easter egg is, Mason? I think that's not an Easter egg. Don't cancel me, Mason, all my jokes. <laughs> you watch out. I've got a big <laughs> ring that says Easter eggs on it, a little circle with a line through it. So, Anyway, he runs into uh, Tamuera Morrison, mm-hmm. who's... Uh, uh, the, uh, the other Green Lantern or whatever. Even sir. Thank you. Good makeup on that dude, by the way. Right? Looking really good. And he's like, uh, I'm going to bury this guy properly just under some rocks, I guess. <laughs> what? what did, you, <laughs> did, you, did you panic? Because it would have taken a long time to... He buries him... Uh, uh, Abin Sir has been, has been grievously wounded by Parallax, who's a big, dirty cloud of piss from space. Yes, yes. Who's going to destroy Earth and then the planet Oa and then the universe, presumably. Yep. Uh, and and uh, so Abin Sir crashes to Earth and he's got a, his ring has to find someone on Earth who's worthy of wielding the, the, the Green Lantern ring next. And so Hal Jordan finds him and he's like, well... Better give him an above-ground burial Strange. under some rocks. That'll take 20 to 30 minutes. rocks in his pockets and put him in the, put water. Him in the water. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. right? It's right near the, the, the ocean I or mean, whatever. they find him, don't they? They sure do. They find him immediately. They being Amanda Waller. That's right. Oh, in, this, wanna, in this case, Angela Bassett. I yeah. want to talk about that because I think this is supposed to be like a bigger universe thing. Yeah. But it's interesting because he's like, I buried him because I think he was a pilot. He was wearing a uniform. He could have been a Nazi. The Nazis <laughs> wore uniforms. Yeah, right. You know? Or a chef. Or a chef. And he'd worked a double shift and he'd had a couple of drinks on the way, you know, out of his out of the space diner and he, you know, crashed. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And anyway, he's mates with Taika Waititi, who's absolutely wasted in this movie. I don't mean like he's drunk. Mm. I mean, maybe not, like he a sh- not like a chef after a double shift. No. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, just like... Taika Waititi has a sh- has a line in, in this movie where he's like, when it, when it's revealed that uh, Hal Jordan is Green Lantern, now he's, he goes, you're a superhero. What universe is this? Exactly. How do you know what a superhero is? Yeah. Are, they, are they are they flying around all the time? And if yeah. so, where were they? Where I mean, where was anybody in this? We'll, we'll get to it at the end. But <laughs> great question. Where were they? Except for there's a moment where all thirty six hundred Green Lanterns are drawn back to the planet Oa for a big meeting, and I'm yeah. like, nothing else going on. Are you no? guys you guys having a smoke break all together? <laughs> you guys on smoker right now? Sorry, I can't I can't save your planet because I got to. Holograms, we've seen them. You don't need a big meeting. That's right. You don't need a big meeting. You don't need a spaceship, ultimately. Yeah. What's happened, sir, doing with a spaceship? Dunno. Mm. Uh, so much of this, though, uh, special effects wise, and it's not all terrible, but it looks like a video game cutscene. 
And it's just, it's that and there's a lot of big heads in this. <laughs> Everybody's got a big, big fucking melon on them. You know what I mean? I sure do. Like a bunch of Green Lanterns and mm. the villain and mm. the other villain that's a cloud. Yeah. One guy's head like gets bigger, like it, it inflates sure. at one point. Yeah. I'm just not loving that aesthetic. Maybe oh, it's yeah. just because I'm seeing myself in it. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, I, got yeah. a, I got a big old melon. But and you're saying, why not me? Exactly. Where was I? I was around. I got the biggest head on this planet. Give the <laughs> ring to me. <laughs> but I think, you know, the, the, I like the idea of his costume being an energy construct. They mm-hmm. very quickly in the in early development went away from like a physical, you know, like a spandex leather, whatever you want to do costume. Probably should have gone with a spandex leather, whatever costume. Or, if you ask me. or like a combination because, you know, often in the comics or pretty much always now, it, the, the costume is a construct also, mm. you know, but I feel like, Often he just looks like he's it's a cartoon world and then Ryan Reynolds's head is just floating around in it. You know what yeah. I mean? How did they was it was it that classic kind of uh you know that the that, mocap suits. the weird mocap suits yeah. with the weird lines and dots and stuff yeah. on it. Okay, right. Because there's some good practical stuff because the redhead big big headed dude who gets a wonderful post credit scene. Who are we talking about? Red face to do. Oh, Sinistro. He's got a little mustache. What a shock! Just, just <laughs> FYI, had I not known anything about the comics, what a shock that the the little mustachioed man with the sinister eyebrows, whose name is Sinistro, turned out to be a bad guy. The guy who spent five minutes beating up Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like what another element of this they got wrong was the way he moves and interacts with the world. Mm. It just he feels very smooth. You know what I mean? And like mm. everything he's doing doesn't act doesn't have an actual impact. The way he enters or exits a space feels weightless. Mm. And I guess that is like a result of the the ring and all of those kind of things, but he never felt like he was anywhere yep. or he's getting hit properly. Sure, yeah. The other yeah. one got stabbed by the by the big cloud. Mm-hmm. But he's not getting stabbed by the cloud. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. I don't I don't know. Okay, here's another thing. Go on. You know he was running late and he was afraid of running late. Yes. Why is he frantically wrapping that present to give to his nephew when he could have done it after work? That's a great question, James. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't like that. Couldn't have spent two minutes in the car just before going into his, <laughs> his, his brother's house or whatever. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I don't know, James. What about this? Go on. I mean, we mentioned it, but remember when he hit all those guys in the alley? I do, yeah. They're all dead. Yes. I don't understand why they were even beating him up, though, really. I'm because like, they worked at the... They worked at uh, Ferris Air, yeah. Air, Air, Air Air Company. They and worked they, at Ferris Air Company. So they'll, they'll and they they got fired, I think. Yeah, but like, who are they? Well, I mean, we don't we don't we don't meet them beforehand. <laughs> what do are we? their jobs? I don't know. You know what I mean? Were they janitorial? What they, was it? <laughs> their job was to beat up Ryan Reynolds oh, in okay. the hangar. Well, yeah. then you failed. No yeah, wonder yeah. you got fired. Mm-hmm. I also think, and I think this is a problem, and also sometimes a like a an, an element of the characters you know, abilities and powers and personality. What can it do? What What can can the ring do? Yeah, and he doesn't do anything very interesting. And again, that that has been a thing in the comics where people have been like, you're doing boring things. Why are you just doing brick walls and punches and shit? Like, the one thing in this I thought was interesting was... When he caught Amanda Waller and he made like a green water, mm. I'm like, that's like that's okay, I guess. Sure, but it's like I saw a Hot Wheels track, so I'm doing a Hot Wheels track. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, swords! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects.
Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what's the... Ex- like, the, you're right. Big jets. Because there's no real... They never really establish the rules. So when a character with a green lantern ring wins or is defeated, you don't really know why. Yeah. Like earlier on, the bunch of Green Lanterns go up to Parallax and they, they zap him with the rings and put nets and stuff on he's him. He's not having and it they're, And they're like, uh, and he's like, I'll, I'm just going to break out of this. But then later, Ryan Reynolds like shoots a jet engine through him and it just sort of tears through him. Yeah. And then later, sometimes you can use the ring to... Uh, you know, open a subspace gate or a wormhole or create a black hole or something. Yep, yep. Sometimes you can just do a big punch. Can you go, I would like to invent a laser that will kill that guy, and then it just works? <laughs> I'll do that. Right? Yeah. What, and it's what, all about believing in yourself, and for most of this movie, he doesn't believe in himself. He's like, oh, I don't know, they gave me this ring, but I don't know. But it's not about, it's, yeah, because it's not and about... Then, being, and then Carol's having... like, well, how about you believe in yourself? And he's like, oh, yeah. I, just, I, just, I, did, I thought of that, actually. <laughs> but, okay, here's a question. And I think this would speak more to the comics. I think just per- all I'm saying is just personally, if I were given the ring, I'd just simply believe in myself. Yeah, you'd have to. And I'd invent that laser from earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one for each arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he also makes a flamethrower at one point and it shoots an actual flame. Correct, yes. Not a green flame. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some versions of Green Lantern which can create things down on the molecular level. Sure. So is that what he's doing? I don't know, James. Because why can it shoot a real yellow flame? Because that could be like, I've made uh, a green hot sauce bottle, but it shoots actual hot sauce. Sure. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. This tube has a burger in it. <laughs> why can't a real he, burger. Why can't he just shoot hot sauce directly out of the ring is the question you're asking. I, d- I mean, yeah, what can he What can he do? Right? You know that bit where the helicopter crashes through the crowd? Yes. It gets all the way it through goes all the way through. It. It gets, <laughs> but, I mean, but here's the thing, because none of those characters are important. The only characters that are important is Blake Lively's character. Yeah. Did you so say only Blank needs- Lively? Hmm? Or did I hear Blank Lively? I think you heard Blank Lively, but that's a that's a... Okay, that's... She's fine. I like Black yeah. Lively and things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's just... He hits the one person that, you know, that he needs to save. Of significance. It's a sure. homage to Superman 78, I assume, oh. where he catches the helicopter. I think it might be that, or... Just nothing? Just nothing, maybe, yeah. What's with the mask, also? It doesn't look good, does it? Well, it's that, and also, 
he he turns up to Blake Lively, and she's she's like, it takes her probably twenty seconds to figure out that it's him mm-hmm, when it's mm-hmm. very obviously Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. and. I'm confused because I thought maybe the mask has some kind of, I don't know, it has some kind of energy projection where it scrambles your brain when you look at oh, it, Oh, I see. Right? Sure, sure, sure. But it clearly doesn't. Yeah. Because she figures it out almost immediately, but also way too late. Okay, so so I'll, 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 um, I'll solve this conundrum for you. Yeah. Uh, it's because in the, in the, in the, when the character debuted, he wore a mask. Uh, that's the end of that sentence. Oh. And 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 characters in in comic books at the time didn't recognize character characters they knew wearing small domino masks because they were stupid. They were written to be very stupid. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Stupid people. That's probably it. Yeah. Anyways, like you mentioned, Amanda Waller's in it because this was supposed to be the start of something. You know, well, I mean, we saw the post. The Green Lantern cinematic universe. Exactly. The Gluku. Gluku. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You want you want to come back and see that big yellow guy get punched or whatever, <laughs> whatever you wanted to see all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the sequels, two sequels to this, were greenlit before the movie. Oh, actually, greenlit. Thank you. Interesting. Before the movie actually came out. But here's what happened. Let's get. Oh, first of all, what do you think of Amanda Waller in this? Pretty good. Really? Like seeing Angela Bassett. In yeah, stuff. I know, but like, what Amanda Waller stuff is she doing? She's just like a yeah, she's more a bureaucrat, isn't bureaucrat, she? Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh, like, there's yeah. no. She had a, no, but she had a deeper backstory, which we saw very briefly in flashback. Maybe we did. Yeah, uh, the whole family was shot by a gun, <laughs> just a floating gun. Just a gun. Yeah, oh, that's incredible. Yeah, so, who created that floating gun? We'll never know. <laughs> so maybe it was a Green Lantern <laughs> who just created a regular gun that fired regular bullets because he can. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into what happened here. Okay. So Ryan Reynolds and Martin Campbell uh, clashed reportedly on set. Campbell has stated in interviews that his first and only choice for the lead was Bradley Cooper. However, the studio was not willing to make an offer to him and ultimately cast Reynolds behind Campbell's back. Oh. Yeah. This led to an uncomfortable experience on set for Reynolds, whose performance was constantly critiqued by Campbell, who made him do many takes. Reynolds has stated in an interview with Variety that the film's failure was a huge relief as he had such an unpleasant experience and dreaded doing it again. My goodness. On top of that, Martin Campbell also heavily criticised the studio for hacking the film to pieces during the editing process, which he claimed resulted in the omission or alteration of numerous elements which would have made for a stronger film. I don't doubt that is the case. Apparently, there was a lot, there was a lot of very late additions and reshoots. I think Jeffrey Rush was added like well into production. In a rush, you might say. I uh, <laughs> Okay. At the last minute, you might say. I will say that, yes. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're right. There are some... I did... While I was watching it, I did feel like there, there were some missing pieces. There's a moment where Hector Hammond flees from the heroes and they're like, how are we going to stop this guy? And then the next scene, Hector Hammond's just in his house. <laughs> Maybe check his house. I yeah, don't know. I'll check his house check too. where he lives, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, I reckon too. Anyway, it's time for... Green trivia. Green trivia. I understand, James. <laughs> These are getting James, worse. I, James, I understand. Yes, I know. I'm not taking suggestions. Okay. <laughs> this is not a segment where I I need any critique mm-hmm. or any kind of feedback. This is it. Okay. I was going to go with Greenland trivia, mm-hmm. but no, you're all mean, so it's green trivia. <laughs> and you know what? It might be green trivia for the rest of this series. For as long as we do these videos, every time, it's just going to be green trivia now. This is the last one, and this is on all of you. That's right. Uh, ben, that font is not green. It needs to be green. Wow. Thank you. Anyways, as mentioned, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively met on set, so that's fun and good. It's fun and good. I agree. <laughs> I don't know if you remember It's the... good for their social media, certainly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. 
Um, Hector Hammond. I don't know if you remember. I have this. a note here that says Hector oh. Hammond hair sniffer. Is that? Do you want to say that again? Sorry, because okay. I have to uh, I have a note here, James, that just says Hector Hammond hair sniffer. Does he do is it that? at the party? What he does. does he do? Yeah, he gives gives Blake Lively a, a big old sniff. You shouldn't do that. Mm, agreed. Or at least do it silently. <laughs> Make sure your nasal uh, uh, cavities are clear. Yep. Just give a big silent sniff. I would say don't even do that because someone could still see it. But what if you want a big sniff of hair? Uh, you you can ask. Yeah, I guess you can. Hey, it's a party. <laughs> let's let's go around. Let's go around and sniff each other's hair. I'll folks. go first. Yeah, yeah. I'll sniff your hair. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Hector Hammond is dead in the trailer. You can see it in the trailer. Oh, he's interesting. Just a, he's just a withered corpse. Oh, I see. Also, he has a flip phone, and it's 2011. The fuck's that? <laughs> um, at, that's green trivia. I agree. At one point, Clark Kent slash Superman had a cameo as one of the candidates considered to receive the Ring of Power. Should have gone to him, probably. Probably. I mean, depending on yeah. version, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, are, there, uh, there have been numerous, I think, uh, uh, Kryptonians who've had a power ring. Oh, you and say, did, oh, you and say they did great. Oh, you say numerous, you yeah, say? Yeah, I think so. How many? At least Which one. ones? Name them. Um, probably Superman at one point, right? Yeah, probably Superman, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a thing, like a comic book or something. Yeah, 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 yeah a comic yeah, book yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. 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 Uh, but he was cut because the filmmakers didn't want to depend on another superhero for uh, this success. Also, apparently there's a Central City sign in this movie. I didn't see it. Okay. Um, that's not to say it's not there, but mm. who cares? Because uh, uh, traditionally the Flash is from Central City. That's right. But Greenland is from Coast City. Yes. But this isn't Coast City. No. It's by the River City. Yes. <laughs> Bunch of rocks by the River City. <laughs> so you can bury a guy. City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an early draft of the script contained a cameo by Alan Scott. The first Green Lantern. Whoa. Yeah, whose powers were magical rather than cosmic. Well, in the comics at least. Scott was going to be the United States president. Hello. And near the end would reveal his own past as a Green Lantern to Jordan and give him his blessing. Terrific. I'm a president and a sex criminal like most presidents. (laughs) And I give you my blessing. Sorry I didn't help at all. They took my ring away because of my sex crimes, my numerous sex crimes. That's standard presidential stuff. But the Green Lantern Corps, they don't like that. They've all got big heads too. You've seen them. <laughs> uh, do you want some other names for uh, choices yeah. of Green Lantern? This will make it for great green trivia. I agree. Uh, Sam Worthington. Okay. I've, ri- I've written. Oh, I was in that era. I was in that era, yeah. When yeah. Sam Worthington got offered everything. Exactly. Uh, I've written Chris Pin. I presume that's not a spelling you meant, error. You meant Chris Pine. I did there. not. I did not, says Pin. Uh, Bradley Cooper has mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Sure, all right. And, he was uh, in... Uh, Southland Tales. Yep, he was in that movie where at the time, the time everybody movie, had a clock on their wrist, time. and if you ran out of clock wrist time, yeah, you explode or something. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, don't run out of clock juice. <laughs> I remember that movie. <laughs> How did that work? Clock juice. I think they were trying to because I think it was the director of Gattaca, and they're like, "What's what else can be? <laughs> what 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 what's another thing that's like, you know, mm. like it's suppression of <laughs> ideas in society." <laughs> Somebody was like, "Time is money." That's an expression. Is there, any, is there a movie in that? No, let's do it anyway. <laughs> uh, and, of course, our Lord and Saviour, uh, Jared Leto. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Taking another run at it. Um, also, uh, in green trivia, yeah, that sort of looks like Captain America's shield. We know. Okay. <laughs> Budget Mason and box office. All right, all right. It cost $200 million. That's a lot for this movie, I think. And in 2011. Well, any time, really. Mm. Uh, but the box office return was $219 million. It's estimated. Oh, that's not a lot. That's not a, that's not a huge return, James. I agree. It's estimated that it lost seventy five million, but who knows how much it really did lose? But a lot. 
But I will say this, Mason, it's not a total loss because, of course, you remember a Green Lantern Corps movie was announced in 2015, which was released in June of 2020. Remember that big DC slate? <laughs> James, James, They're like, no, cyborg no. film, mm. Green Lantern film, maybe Zatanna, I don't know. Gee, Zatanna <laughs> would have been in there, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but, uh, speaking what a world that would have been if they'd kept to that schedule. I know. We'd all be different men. Sure. In Greenland t-shirts, presumably. Oh, my God, yep. Uh, But I can quickly talk about the future of this. So, THR. No future. (laughs) So, THR recently spoke with Greg Belanti. And they said, uh, you produced and wrote the original screenplay for the Green Lantern movie, which was a big disappointment. Um, his version like mostly got thrown out. But he said, yeah, we're actually working on a Green Lantern series for HBO Max, which you've probably heard about. Mm-hmm. So it comes full circle. The movie did introduce me to more folks at DC, which led to Arrow. So while it was heartbreaking on the film side, it ultimately led to wonderful things on the televisual side. The entire Arrowverse. Exactly. Which it doesn't have a Green Lantern. Or John Diggle's Green Lantern. Sometimes they're like, what if he... Or I saw a fan know. trailer, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, or maybe like, well, yeah, at one point he's like... I'm out of the loop, I don't know what, what they're doing. Yeah, it'd be one of those things where, you know, like, he, he's like, I'm, I'm back in, this, in, this, uh, in, this, in the final scene of this uh, series finale. But look what I have. What is it? And it's a glowing green thing slightly off, off camera. Wow. He's giving the finger. <laughs> Big green finger. Big green finger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great, terrific. Someone will know. I agree. In the, in the comments. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe we made it all the way through the DC graveyard? No. There's a few things that people... I thought I'd die. But no, you didn't. As Good of recording. Me. Wow. <laughs> I didn't believe in myself. That was the problem. But then I believed in myself. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. A few people have said, uh, we're steel. We did it like five years ago. I don't <laughs> know. We already did it. And some people might be like, yeah, but you're better reviewers now. And I'd be like, no, we're not. I think we're worse. If anything. We're, we're much worse. I mean, just you heard this. Yeah. Even this. our cadence is worse. We all talk, we both talk like this now. Before we didn't. But now we do. We got End of every it. sentence, it goes up. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. what a delight. If you do have any suggestions for Caravan of Garbage, we always welcome them. Uh, but let's take a look at what we're doing next week. Is it too early for Morbius? <laughs> Are we just going to do the movie Morbius? I mean, we need the footage, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably is. No, I here- mean, we have enough. I reckon there's enough. Like finale footage in the trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could just put that in there somehow. You're probably right. Mm. No, here's, here's the real hint. Anyways, if you do want to see that early, these always go up early. Yeah. Uh, at bigsandwich.co, where if you do want to sign up, it's like our Patreon. There's, as mentioned, early videos. There's bonus podcasts mm-hmm. that we do exclusively there. That's There's right. movie commentaries, which mm. go exclusively there. Our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, that doesn't go exclusively there, but it does go up a day early on Sunday as opposed to Monday. And ad-free. And ad-free. All of it's ad-free. Maybe if you want to check out that podcast in general, we, we talk about movies and whatever every week. Every that's week right. we talk about movies or Every whatever. week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's linked below. It's got us on YouTube channel and everything else. Anyways, thanks for watching this. We appreciate it. Uh, grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. I hope so. I would simply I would simply wear the ring yep. and become the greatest superhero in the universe. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And I would defeat that parallax guy yeah. and then like four other green lanterns would show up and they'd be like, well done. And mm. I'd be like, who are you? Yeah. I was fighting this thing for ages. <laughs> he be- I nearly went into the sun. Right? <laughs> that was bullshit. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.